Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Geekonomics. We're back in studio after a short hiatus for uh, life and things. Uh, Brian's here. I'm here. Brian's got the laptop with all the information, all the things we're going to be talking about today. Yes. And so much more. I know. We had a snowstorm last week. That's we why we yeah, stayed yeah, home. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just, I, yeah. This year has been flying by. I can't believe we're now are go. We're going to the we're end approaching of March. I know, and I'm looking forward to spring. So, yes, <sighs> we're almost there. We're almost there. We're before almost we get there, <laughs> something's coming up in just one short week. Yes, uh, a week from Sunday. Yes, this Sunday. A week from this Sunday. Well, it is this Sunday. Oh, is it this Sunday? Right yes, now? it's oh. not a. I'm like a week. No, it's literally oh, this Sunday. There you go, Mark. It's even quicker than I thought it was. It is this Sunday, East of the River Comic Book and Collectible Toy Show, February 25th, which oh, is, that is this Sunday, Sunday yes. from Saturday nine. Is my dad's birthday? Oh, so that's why. Uh, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., uh, it's going to be held at the American Legion on Route Five in Enfield, Connecticut. Yes, two floors. Two. We're gonna, Comics, toys, video games, cards. Local artists will be there. Yes. It's a cheap, fun afternoon for the whole family. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Brian will be there. I'm going to have a lot of new stuff. You could talk to him about stuff. I added over just under 100 new comics into my selling collection. Wow. And these are all newer comics that came out last year. Wow. So, and I'm selling them no more than three bucks a piece. Everything must go. Yeah. Like, I was Price just, to move, yeah, as they would say. Yeah, price to move. I, I was like, you know, the older stuff, yes, I look up to see what their values yeah. are, and I, I try to make a good deal. But this is newer stuff, and I'm just like, I just need yeah. to move it. So no, nothing is over three bucks This when is it comes a show that stuff. if you're looking to uh, complete a collection or complete a run of, an, of a series. Yeah. This is the show for you. Right. Totally. Not just because of Brian's booth, but the other vendors as well. Yes. Um, I will have, I'm going to have a few new things at my booth, which I'll just say here if anybody is interested. Uh, we're going to have, I have a big um, pin, you know, pins you put on jackets or whatever. Yes. Um, Those are what pins are, yes. Well, you could think pins like push pins. I'm, I'm you, why, who would sell those at a shop? That would be fun, I guess. I don't know. Make a penny a piece. Yeah, push pins. Um, I will have really cool pop pins. culture pins. Um, which <laughs> push pins? <laughs> pop culture push pins. Um, I think you quarter market there, Brian. I know that's next. You got yourself next. a million dollar idea. You push. Just threw it out there live on the podcast. You know. Pop culture pushpins. Funny thing is. Like they have those cat butt pushpins. Claire loves those. Yes. So you can get superhero ones. You yeah. can I have officially license. the office pushpins. See, there you go. They're probably out there. They probably do have them, actually, yeah, now that we're talking yeah. about it. But um, still, you can get yeah. superhero butt <laughs> pushpins. Oh, what? America's, this is America's ass. This is America's butthole. Yes. <laughs> it's like America's Spider-Man. Butt. No, it was, spider it wasn't in a. I know, Captain America. Captain America. Um, so, anyway. I got a bunch of pins. Now, enamel pins I had way back in the day, and those things sold. Like, I. Hotcakes. Hotcakes. Um, I got a bunch more. So I'm going to have a bunch of those. Wow. Um, Josh is excited. I can sense it. He loves pins. Yeah, people love pins. And I'm going to be selling them at a pretty good price, He's too. He's a pin guy. I, it bothers me when I go to a show or anything, and people are selling pins, and they're like $10. That's crazy. Yeah. I, and. 
I've, I've seen it anywhere from five to ten bucks, and I'm not. I'm like, that's too expensive. I'm not gonna. They're gonna be under five bucks a piece. Price to move. Price to move. Price to move. That should be the name of your. <laughs> change the name of your. There's this. BK Toys. BK Price Toys. To Price to move. Yeah. Anyway, I hope we get to see everybody uh, this Sunday. So it should be a good show, Mark. Are Prices you going to be there? Make you, move. you haven't been uh, to a show I'm a, in a while. I don't know. I had to talk to Matt Ryan see if it's going on. He's been anti-help lately. So, well, I mean, his table is small. Yeah. Um, but the following Sunday we have Manchester. We do, we do. Which, you know, depends upon yeah. That's the show that's the busiest for him. I know yeah. that much. Yeah, because that one he's actually doing caricatures and stuff at. Right. So that one right. usually a little bit more. We need more help. Right, right. So that Scott's show is just me just hanging out. Yeah. Basically. So it's two shows in a row. We got this Sunday and the following Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll talk about Manchester next time. Next week. Next week. It's going to be busy, baby. And then we have D&D the day before. Yeah. So you'll be ready to go. You'll be prime, prime ready to go. You know, I'm going to be so tired. We better not play until like almost midnight like the last time and more than likely we will we do every night every time well usually we're done by 10 between 10 and 11 where have you been that's never happened but the thing is we clean up yeah we chit chat jibber jabber oh god i'm gonna be so tired sunday yeah <laughs> it's gonna be a long weekend yeah um so anyway mark that's what's going on how was your week it was good it was good, yeah. Did you watch anything worth of note? You catch anything? I did. I'm trying to remember what it is now. You went to an event? I did go to an event. But I did watch... I watched a movie, but now I can't remember what it was. That's a sign of a good movie. No, it's just because it was like one of those things where I randomly watched it, and then I was like, oh, yeah, and I just like moved on the rest of my day. Um, I can't remember what it is. It'll come to me, though. It was just the new movie that just popped up on something. I don't remember what it is now. Hmm. All right. Well, it just annoying. yell it out when we're. This happens when you get older. You forget what you did last week. <laughs> uh, no, I actually um, in Springfield they opened up a new uh, music venue. Mm. The Springfield Performing Arts Ventures mm. uh, organizes it. Uh, it's some fifty-two Sumner, right on Sumner Avenue, in Springfield. They had their first event. Wow! And they put out on their Facebook page uh, a band that I've been thinking about asking to come on. The uh, Equilibrium TV show mm-hmm. was a part of that first event. So they were giving away tickets. So I just randomly just put my name in and ended up winning. So mm. I won two tickets. It's a very nice venue. They converted an old church oh, wow. into a music venue. So it's already acoustically sound. Sound, <laughs> yes. Uh, so it's very well done there. And they actually uh, had two bands. They had a, a, the opening act, so to speak. Uh, the the bassist of 413s is dad is a part of this group that's putting on the organization mm-hmm. so of course that's the connection between the two and he was in the first band uh, Moses Moses Allo I want to say the name of the band was uh, and they're like a, a cover band that like used to play like Jimmy's and Yard and all those kind of places yeah 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 um, Captain Jimmy's like that kind of thing like that circuit uh, they'd like play a lot of Pearl Jam so that was kind of neat, mm-hmm. but uh, the four one threes are really good. They played the Biggie last year, and they play around that area as well. Yeah, uh, Springfield, Agawam area. Uh, so yeah, so I went there and I ended up talking to the band, and uh, they're booked to be on the show later this year. Wow, so. that's exciting! Yeah, so now we got one slot left on the show for the year, and wow. we're completely booked. 
That is pretty exciting. Yeah. Nice. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, got, I got some ideas on who I want in that slot, but it's just like figuring out scheduling yeah. and such. Right. Right. Well, I mean, we're recording as of this show. We're recording this week. We are. A, a, we got a band sh- recording Wednesday. Yes. Tomorrow. Actually, yes, is Wednesday. Yes, tomorrow. Yeah, private uh, language private is the language. guest. They're pretty good. I've been listening yeah. to their uh, yeah, they are. EP yeah. Teeth. Yeah, um, they're one of the bands. They're one of the two bands that reached out through Facebook when we first started getting the word out about redoing the show and looking mm. for bands. Mm. So it's kind of exciting. Like last month's band, Illuminous, was the same thing. They reached out. So it's kind of neat. These are like the two bands, and we just had another band that reached out, and they're coming in September. So. Wow. So, yeah. Crazy to think you get almost the whole year booked. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of nice, though. It is. It's kind of nice to have it done. Yeah. I'd rather have it, like, I learned this back when I had the kart racing series, that I wanted to have everything completed before. Like, I always try to get the season, like, sponsors and everything done before the season started. Yeah. And have everything mapped out. So that way, when the events happen, you don't have to think about anything else, but just right. the event happening. Right, right. Totally. It's kind of like with this, like I was kind of like thinking about that same thing with the booking of the bands. Mm-hmm. I want to get them booked as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah. So that way they're there and done and I don't have to think about that because I'm not like thinking about, oh man, I got to get May taken care of and yeah. it's March. Right. And it's like trying to find a band or rushing around to find a band. So yeah. So it's nicer yeah. to have have it all taken care of. It's exciting. And I I know before the show today, I and we might have mentioned this, and I'm not 100% sure, but ETV is on uh, the wax. Yes. And we might have mentioned this. We mentioned it was coming. I don't know if we mentioned that it had started. I don't think we, we yeah. have. What are the days, the times, the Thursday nights? Thursday nights at 10 o'clock. See, originally it wasn't a Sunday night at 10 o'clock or something like that. It was going to be Mondays at one point. Right. But then it ended up being Thursdays at 10 o'clock. Thursday 10 o'clock. And there's a possibility of us in the springtime getting a second air, air time. Nice. So it might air twice a week on the wax. So. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. And all the information for the wax is on the Equilibrium. Yeah. It's if Facebook you're in Connecticut page. and you live in Connecticut, you can get it. Any kind of way, like over the air. It's an over the air channel. Mm. Cox, so if you have Comcast. like an antenna, if you're in any of the places that have cable, you can get it. Yeah. So there's tons of ways you can get it. Yeah, and you can watch Equilibrium TV right on our YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. There's a YouTube right through the Facebook page for right. And uh, I TV, it's there. Went through and I cleaned up that YouTube page. I noticed. I went in to do something, and I was like, wow, a lot of stuff that. Used to be on here. It's not here anymore. <laughs> I privated a lot of things yeah. that have no reason to be there. Yeah. And well, at one point it was our only YouTube page. One point it was, and believe it or not, this is a little behind the curtain stuff. When we worked at Stafford Speedway, it was Stafford Speedway's YouTube page. No, it was ours, and I started the YouTube yeah. finishers. No, I'm saying it, but yeah, that was the. And I would post it up on our YouTube page. That was the only place that it they didn't have and their Stafford own. Stafford didn't have yeah. one, and then when. <laughs> I left Stafford. They created their own. Well, YouTube we actually—I think it was while you were still at Stafford—we created a YouTube page because they were. We were trying to sell YouTube to them. Right. We, they didn't understand what it was. It right. was that long ago. Yeah, but then YouTube had just basically started. It was we, like two thousand six. Yes, YouTube had just come out when yeah. we were working there. So what happened was, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. I know there's people out there now. They're like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Yeah, at one point there was no YouTube. You actually had to, like watch." stuff on a television screen right 
Um, you couldn't just get it on your phone randomly. So every for two years, we had all these staff. For one, you rate staffer videos, but we also had champion videos. Cha- two years worth of champion videos. Yeah. And that's where this stuff lived. So I yeah. privated all that. And it's just exclusive ETV stuff. Yeah. And then I, I went through, painstakingly went through all the videos and make sure the thumbnail looks good, make yeah. sure the metadata looks good. Also, I don't know why we did this, but a lot of these videos, when they were uploaded, they had bars and tone in the beginning. And I'm like, oh my God. why? might have been, if it's a full show kind of thing, it might have just been that's how we had to submit them back in the day. Yes. Not on YouTube, though. That was for broadcast. No, but I'm saying we would just, instead of re-editing them for YouTube. Yeah. We would just put the show because yes. it was on a tape. And the great thing is on YouTube, you can These trim that YouTube. all out now. Yeah. You can trim out the top, anything yeah. you want. So I trimmed all yeah. that stuff out. Because back then you had to put 30 seconds of black, 30 seconds of color bars You're right. yes. at the front of it yeah. for programming reasons. So anyway, our YouTube channel is looking great. I, yeah. I think it looks more uniform. It, you know, I think it's a little bit more. There's like, a lot of stuff on there. People, There's a lot of like. Yeah. And I think about it all the time when I go back and look. Like when I first started thinking about bringing the show back, I went to the YouTube page and I was like, well, let me just go back and see what we used to do and see if I can get the motivation to do this again. And seeing the old bands that we had on there. Yeah. Like, and there's even some comments of people that like, Reverend Horton Heat is one of them that like, there's no video. There's hardly any video of them live. In lot. existence. Well, you can. You, no, I know what I'm saying, but like commonly available. Like people don't even like. Like people have said, like, and some of it, then they even said, like, it's one of the better versions of them. Like people yeah. have comments on there saying that. Yeah. Yeah. And some other bands that you wouldn't like. Bowling for Soup. Bowling for Soup. Yeah. Shiny Toy Guns, twice. Yeah. Two different versions of them. Yes. Yes. Like I, local bands that don't exist anymore. Yes. If you watch the B-Sides and Rarities episode, we do Yes, we do an in-memoriam segment for all the bands that had passed away. I watch that all the time and it cracks me up. I'm going to try to get some more full episodes of older shows that are not up there, up there. Um, But there's a lot of clips, uh, bands. Well, a lot of songs that we did individual that you used to to cut up the shows individually in each song. To promote the show on social media. Yeah. I used to put them up on MySpace. Yes. And our YouTube page. Yeah. And at the bottom, you see a lot of MySpace. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why did I clutter it up with yeah. so, so, all that garbage? Yeah, it's funny because Claire and I were just watching kind of the things we were watching, talking about that. Uh, we started watching the 2010s they started putting out. Oh, boy. On the Max. Oh, wow. And they have a whole like episode about social media and everything. Mm, and it was so funny. Friendster. Yeah. Yeah. Friendster, all those. And I was like, it's like, wow. And they like TV shows and then the music. It was like, wow. I got I to gotta watch that. Yeah. It's worth it. I'll have to check it out. It's it's like crazy. It's like a very weird time warp, those shows. Because we lived through it. it yeah. It feels like yesterday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It feels like it just happened. Yeah. Um, and then especially when they put like years on things. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. We're old. Uh, that was so long ago. Right in the old hip. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, I remember go, I, when we went to this Nuntuck. We, I would go into the computer lab between classes, mm. and everybody, a bunch of people would be in there. Yeah. And if you turned around, everybody was on MySpace. Yeah. Because back then, MySpace wasn't on smartphones. And any, everyone had Tom as a friend, whether you want him to be or not. Yeah. Everybody was on MySpace. Yeah. Posting. 
Yeah. And it was more of a computer thing than a smartphone thing. Because at the time, not yeah, yeah. everybody had a smartphone. That even Facebook at the time yeah. was only on your laptop, right. like on your desktop. Yeah, yeah. Like you couldn't get it on a phone because no. of what it, they but didn't, it just had to convert the addiction it. That the moment we got into a front of a computer, the first thing we went to was MySpace. Yeah. It's crazy. How yeah. Times haven't changed, have changed. Yeah. Um, do you remember that movie you watched? No. It'll come to me. All right. All right. Anything else, Mark? I got a few things before we get into our hot topics. Oh, Claire watched Barbenheimer for the first time. Oh, she watched Oppenheimer and Barbie? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we w- we had saw Barbie in the theater. Wait, I was about to say. Well, she never seen Oppenheimer. Oh, Oppenheimer's fantastic. Yeah. So she finally watched that, and she said it was it was good. Yeah. I, Alice and me, she watched it. I watched it for my second time, and you know, she really liked it. And yeah. it's still one of my favorite movies of last year. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's a nominated movie too. What the heck? The Flower of the Moon. No, I won't watch that one. Why? I don't know. Based on a true story. I know. Scarce just not easy. like a. Not a big Leonardo DiCaprio guy. I don't think. I don't know. Okay. We That's all one have, of those things. We all have those people. Yeah. Um, that really bugs me now that I can't think of it. Well, let's not leave dead air, shall I? No, no, yeah. Feel free to jump in. All right. I got, a, I, got, I, got, I got three things. Three things, real quick. That you went up to? That you did? Well, for watching, I can recommend. Um, I started watching him in the middle of. It's on Peacock. It's a Mike Judge, Mike Judge's new animated adult show mm. called In the Know, starring Zach Woods from Silicon Valley and The Office, um, and it's it takes place at an NPR radio station. Okay, um, it's very funny, um, and it is claymation. It is claymation, but with real people mixed. So if you remember back in the day space ghost coast to coast yes he would interview real celebrities well in the know zach woods plays the um one of the hosts and he does these interviews remember it now in their real people yes like on a zoom screen yes very comical very good highly recommend i'm in the middle of it uh and mike judge he he nails the humor on this Mm. and he actually plays a character a, a really funny character in this but anyway i'll let you go yes i remember the movie was now. a movie uh next goal wins taika watiti directed yes it. yeah the yeah. soccer movie yes how was it uh, it was not terrible it wasn't great but it wasn't terrible i heard it was just yeah okay. michael fassbender uh yeah. elizabeth moss is in it uh will arnett is in it i know it's an underdog story basically everyone who is in um our flag means death is in it mm-hmm so, like, literally, I'm watching the movie. I'm like, oh, hey, there's, Annette. oh, there's that. And then, oh, there's. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So, it's very, it's very funny. It's yeah. very, like, if you're into my, Our Flag Means Death, which I know we both are. Yeah. Uh, it's a funny movie in that sense. Cause, What's it on? Uh, uh, it's on Hulu. Oh, I'll have to check it out. Then. Um, the, the, uh, the big heavyset guy who's the, uh, the uh, I can't remember his name in the show. It's fine. I know what you're talking about. Uh, he's, like, Samoan looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, his character is very hilarious. He plays Ace, and he's a very soft-spoken character. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, hey, guys, how's it going? Hey, doing a great job, everybody. It's very hilarious, because if you like know his character from the other show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the other guy from, the main guy from Our Flag Means Death is in it, too, and he's very, 
schmarmy and hilarious. Oh, nice, nice. Um, and yeah, Taika Waititi plays like a weird priest. Yeah, which is pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I like his sense of humor. His yeah, sensibility. it very much has a sense of humor. Yeah. So if you're into that, then it, it, it's a good movie. Yeah, I heard it was good, just good. It was just yeah. like a fun little thing. Yeah, Nothing it was a fun cra- little like sports movie. Yeah, I'll check it out this week then. I yeah. had no, I was looking forward to that. So yeah, thank yeah. you for letting yeah. me know. Yeah. Um, I will check it out. Yeah, it was a random Hulu find and just popped up one day. I was like, oh, hey, I've been meaning I was kind of interested in that when it was talked about as being in the theaters, but I wasn't going to spend the money to go to the theater to see it, but I'll watch it for free. And that's good enough for me. Well, not yeah. for free, technically, because you're yes. paying a monthly <laughs> streaming fee. I got you, Mark. Yeah. I got you. I'll, I'll check yeah. it out. Uh, so thank you. I'm glad. Yes, it's I'm out. glad I got that out of my brain because that would have bugged me all day if I yeah. hadn't. Thank God. That's a earworm um, I didn't need. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in the know, recommend a lot. It's it's if you like Mike Judge, you like mm. it. Um, so this weekend, Allison and me have just been flying through these shows we've been behind on. So you know we had finished the I don't know the whatever show we finished last week. So Fargo. We're like, yeah, far no, that was a couple weeks ago. But like we're like, which we watch this weekend, and so. We watched on HBO Discovery, there was the Jared Fogel documentary. On Max? On Max. Yes. Claire said it was very, very weird. Okay. And she felt dirty afterwards. Yes, totally. (laughs) Jared Fogel. To the point where she was like, why did I watch this? It's a monster. Yes. The people associated with him are even worse monsters yes. and she felt like the thing was like i remember it dragged her, on though yes her saying that it took forever yes to get to and it. it and it made you feel worse the longer you watched it yes but you wanted to see how it ended yes because i didn't know everything that happened so it just like she's like she felt like literally came upstairs and took a shower afterwards because she's like i gotta just get this off my I, yes it's like you just feel like ick it after. is Three. It's a docu series that's three forty-minute episodes, which yeah. could have been told in an, one an hour and a half. Minute, yeah. Yeah. And the the big thing is the first episode, the under the woman, this radio talk show host who goes undercover. Yeah. To really get this information. Yeah. And she, you know, the thing is that first episode, she just constantly goes, and then something big happened, but. And then she like yeah. excruciating detail about mundane things. Yeah. And me and Austin are like, just get to the point. Yeah. Um, I will say the last episode really reveals a lot. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know. I knew he was arrested, obviously, for yeah. what he did. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know that these people around him yeah. were, were, were like even worse. Yeah. So it's a crazy documentary. If, yeah, you want to feel dirty, you do feel dirty afterwards. Yeah. It, it's. I put it up there with when I watched the Michael Jackson documentary. Yeah. It's just gross. It's like Claire's like, you should watch this. I'm like, no. No. You just told me about it, and yeah. I feel dirty just thinking about it. Yes. I don't want to know anymore. Yes. yes. I don't need to know anymore. Um, I'm good. Thank you. So two shows that Allison, my wife, and myself were like, let's get into. Yeah. Was True Detective was coming to an end. We're like, let's, let's watch that. But then we have Paramount Plus slash Showtime until March 4th. And I'm like, well, I really want to watch The Curse. With um, uh, Nathan Fieldman and um, Emma Stone, so oh yeah yeah okay, we started watching it. Allison's like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> we watched two episodes. I'm out. She goes, I'm out. Yeah, she she basically said, Brian, this is you. This is all you. This is all you. 
It's an A24 produced show. Yeah. It's it's very out there. Yes. And it is cringy on purpose. Yeah. It's about these two realtors who have a show on like the H like HGTV. Yes. And very weird things are happening mm. and their producer is trying to turn their show into like more of a spectacle. Yeah. But they want to really be part of the community. Yeah. There's a curse. Odd things happen. It's right up my alley. It's like one of those, like it feels like the when I saw the trailer, like the, the ad for it, it's like one of those, Emma Stone did this so she could do this kind of thing. Like she was like, I'll like, if you f- front me money for this project, I'll do this other project for you. Kind of thing. No, I don't know. What might have been the, either way. Like she might have been like, "This is what she wanted to do," when there was some other project she had to do for that. But it seemed like a really weird, like, why is Emma Stone in this kind of thing? I mean, she's really good. They're well, both really good. Yeah, she is. They're both really like good. A random. It's a good. I like it. I'm just gonna have to watch it by myself. Like no one's. <laughs> like I don't think it's. I heard anything about it since. It was talked about when it was airing. Yeah. It's also on Showtime. Showtime doesn't really have the. It's a very Robert weird house yeah. as like HBO or whatever. In the 2010s show, they talk about Showtime and like the birth of like cable, TV, cable. Like yeah, but like HBO doing shows and like HBO had been doing shows, but like the bigger stuff happening yeah. Yeah. on HBO and then like Cinemax and Showtime coming on with shows yeah. and all these other networks starting to do their own like right full on put shows. Showtime and has had some winners, but it's not. Maybe as... like Homeland and right. The she and different things like that. They've but it was very weird. Big, big. It's been very, like, they're very strange. It's like, I was, I at least have to clear, I'm like, I n- don't think, like, when I think television shows, like, good television. I don't think Showtime. I don't think Showtime. No, me neither. But. <laughs> like, Yellow Jackets is a Showtime show. Yes, uh, that's another show. I was like, should we watch that? And I go, there's a new season coming out next year. And Allison's like, let's just wait. Mm. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, two episodes of The Curse. I like it. I'm going to continue with it. So then we started True Detective season four. Mm. Um, See, Claire did the full on go to the beginning rewatch. We weren't going to do that. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, but. She did that and she was like, season two was terrible. I don't know why I rewatched it. Well, I would never rewatch season two. Yes. (laughs) Um, Season four does connect to season one in some ways. That's what she said. Which is really cool. Yeah. Um, As a whole. I think it was a great season of television. Honestly, I don't, I don't, we don't regret watching. I, Jodie Foster was amazing. I think the story was really cool, very interesting. Takes place in Alaska in the nighttime during the um, the months where it's completely dark, the half the year where it's dark, and like like that vampire movie. Yes, like the vampire movie, um, <laughs> and it's really good. The season finale. What we do in the shadows, isn't it? Yeah, on on Sunday. So we watched literally everything this weekend, and we watched the finale that night. You watched all six episodes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you surprised when you got to the fifth episode and was like, wait a minute, there's only six episodes? Because Claire was really annoyed by that. Here's what I will say. She's like, I swear there was eight. There's always eight. Why is it six? Um, I feel like the season finale could have been two episodes. It was a little rushed. The there's some parts of the unveiling of some things that don't sit yeah. well with me. Some things do. Yeah, it's not perfect. 
Um, I don't think it was atrocious by any stretch of the imagination. Well, I that's still, clear, it was a she, good show. She, she wouldn't know this. She said she didn't know this. And she was like, I figured you would know this. I'm like, why would I know? I don't watch the show. How do I know this information? She's like, well, look it up. I didn't want to, so I didn't. Um, but why I thought you might look, know. Why didn't she look it up? Well, because I thought you might know. What? Was the reason why it was only six episodes because of the strikes? Or was it just they I decided to do six episodes? I, I, I have to assume they just, that's just the way no. it was. Because don't forget, the show was probably in the can already. It just, it started in the beginning of January. Because she said this is a very odd thing that they'd only do six as opposed just, to the eight. It's just the way it was. I don't think there's anything big about it. Because she said the same thing. Like, why would you just knock it down to six when you definitely needed the extra two episodes to complete the story? I mean, the last episode does a great job. I just kind of felt it was just, for me... Well, she said the same kind of it thing. Like, the ending was, could have been dragged out longer. It could have been. And could have been explained more and could have developed better endings to things. I mean... If they had done at least seven... She said they probably could have. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the last it. episode could have, for me personally, I talked to, you know, me and Allison have been discussing this last episode all weekend, and she didn't feel that way, but I did. I felt like, well, they could have stopped it at this point and then, you know, gave us a little bit more. And, but, yeah, Claire said, like, even stuff in the season, they could have stretched out more to fill up the eight episodes. I mean... There's some things that kind of just like sped through, kind of. Yeah, needless to say, about the episode count, I don't know. All I know is it was definitely better than season two. I think season one and three are my favorite. I think this goes up there. This is in the middle. Um, I think it would be like one, mm. three, four. Season two was the bottom uh, for True Detective. I like when they lean into the supernatural. I really do. Um, I almost, this is where. I don't want to spoil anything or ruin anything for anybody um, because I still think it's worth watching. Is I just wish they leaned more on the supernatural in that final episode. Do you want it? That's do all. you want it that way because you f- it makes you more X Filesy? No, but it was very X Filesy. They took everything that everybody loves. See, Claire's on the other one. side of it. She likes the the first season more. Well, the first season dealt with the same kind of the cult um, but it wasn't it, as it was a little bit more grounded yeah but the end of this season kind of grounded a lot of things yeah it wasn't as supernatural there is still supernatural elements and it's connected to season one with some characters and some of the things they deal with mm. so claire's really trying to get me to watch season one because i haven't seen any episodes of this show season ever. one is amazing I know. I just don't want to like. I'm like I don't. I don't. Why? Have any inkling to want to watch this? What? You're so stubborn. I just don't like. It's like, ugh. Well, then don't watch it. It's yeah. fine. I'm not gonna like. It's, it's it's a series. Like anthology series. Yeah. You don't have to watch anything more. Well, like you said, like the other scenes are connected. No, no, they're not. They. If you are a fan of True Detective and you've watched all three seasons, you watch season four, you're going to, it's Easter eggs. You go, oh, that's good for the person who's watched. You, you kind of have a payoff. Season one or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But if you've never watched season one, it's not going to change anything. Gotcha. For so you. it's all like the, it's along the lines of like the American Horror Story kind of yes. situation. Yes. Um, Maybe I'll watch season one. I think, personally, for and anthology- I love Woody Harrelson. Yeah, dude, Matthew McConaughey, Matthew Woody McConaughey, Harrelson, not so much my favorite. 
Yeah, but they're both. I put them in that same genre as Leonardo DiCaprio. They're both fantastic. For I'm me, just saying, for me, I put Matthew McConaughey in the same class as Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. I just don't. That's fine. Um, they don't do anything for me. For for my money, True Detective is still, I'm, I'm still glad they're doing it. I'm glad we got a new season. I like the the setting. I, we, uh, Jodie Foster and company were fantastic. There was one, I, I put this in the chat, uh, Eccleston, Doctor Who's in it. I Chris this. Chris yes. Eccleston. I'm, I was meant to Eccleston. ask Claire about this. Because I, I thought that'd be weird myself. Not because of who they are. Yes. But it's, also it's, because it's of who they are. very much who they are. But I'm saying, but it's because you know Joe Jody of Jody Foster's uh, lesbian. Yes. Yeah, you can say that word. Yeah. Well, I meant like her lifestyle. Yes. I was going to say. She's also an actress who yes. plays characters I know. who may not be a lesbian. Yes. Mark. But she's how Hollywood works. Very. Just her personality doesn't no. seem like no. something this, you'd want to. Her watch, character has that. some loss. So she, instead of dealing with that loss, she goes through a lot of these relationships. And she has this relationship by uh, with with someone in the show, played by Christopher Eccleston. Is it because he looks like Dan Wilkinson? No. <laughs> it, it, the, they have a like, moment. Because Dan Wilkinson no, 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 does no, look no, like Christopher Eccleston Don't talk Eccleson about him. He, nobody knows who he is. Don't talk about Listen. They have coitus. It was like the most cringiest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Coitus makes it even better. It was very cringy. It, I turned to my wife and I said, I feel like we just, going. we just witnessed watching two people who just had sex for the very there's first time. There's also no time. chemistry. If there's no chemistry, it doesn't help either. <laughs> Dude, it was just, I mean, oh, just there's God, why? I don't want to see that ever again. Randomly to that, too. It like in 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 uh, movies, Yeah, when you... They do have to have those scenes. Yeah. If there's no chemistry between the two people, well, it makes it a lot more awkward to watch. Yes. But then also, if at least the people, like, if they have, like, an actual chemistry between the two this of This wasn't people, a romantic. No, what I'm saying, but just in general. Interaction. In general. This was a. It's like, always weird to watch people. Like, yes. I don't like watching. Sex scenes and movies. You know, we could talk about the sex scene. It's for, weird. Uh, as I'm now approaching middle age, it's weird. You know, when you're in your teens and twenties, you're like, oh, oh man, there's look a at sex that. scene. Yeah. Oh man, because no. you're not because you're not getting any. That's not even it. <laughs> now as an adult, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, these sex for me, scenes. It's, that's what it is. I'm just saying. All right. Well, Back when I wasn't getting any, it was like, oh man, look at that. Now it's like, oh, I, uh, I don't want to see other people doing stuff. Now the sex. I'm like watching myself do stuff. Well, yeah, the sex scenes now just sometimes seem forced, or they're always in episode one of a lot of these shows, and then they don't ever happen again. And I'm just kind of like, well, why did they even do that? Like, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. There's no purpose, and I get it. You're in love. I don't need to see it. It Just, it just, it's not. There's no reason for it. Sometimes that's what I think. Yeah, that's all. That's all. This was very cringy. When I watched it. Yeah. Anyway. True Detective. I enjoyed it. But Dan does look like Chris Eggleston. You have to admit that. The final episode. Either you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. I was in the middle. I enjoyed some of it. I didn't like some of it. But I'm glad it existed. So that's my review of True Detective Season 4. So if you see like a random man that looks like Chris Eggleston in South America, it's probably Dan. 
Nobody knows who that is. Well, I'm just saying, there are people who are out there who might know who Chris Eccleston is, and if they see a man that looks like him out and about, and it's not Chris Eccleston, it's a good chance it's Dan. They look Go nothing, up and say hi. They look nothing alike. Well, I mean, this is very weird. <laughs> Bobby, if you're listening, please text us and let us know what you think. Yeah, because everyone knows who Bobby is. Well, he listens to the show, at least. Someone does. Yeah. At least we have one listener. We have one listener. We have one viewer, and we're very happy about it. Anyway. We do this show for us. <laughs> anyway, we have two things that it's happened. Therapy. Yes. Two things that happened. Let's two talk about the Fantastic oh, Four before we get into that. I was remembered was we were t- as you were talking very longly about True Detective. Well, you you, you kept um, sidetracking me with everything. Well, because I didn't want to hear about it anymore. Um, oh my lord! I did uh, for the show, for the show, for you, the listener, and the viewer oh, at home. Stop! I tortured myself by trying to watch episode one of season two. Of which honestly is the worst television show in the world, Halo. I got twenty minutes in, not even twenty minutes into it. Mark, nobody cares about Halo. This show is the worst show ever. Nobody's talking about it. It's painful. I will be amazed if it even gets a season three. The I think it's is done. painful. The the storytelling is painful. Why? Nobody cares. Like you'd think. You're it's over. doing the elites, like the elites are going to be in the first episode, that it would look cool and neat, and it would like, you know, yeah. be worth watching and make it interesting. Yeah. They get to the point, and the elites show up, like all these elites show up, and they fight a little bit. They don't even like, you can't even really see them. It's all in fog. So all you see is their swords. Like, I literally started looking at my phone. It was that boring, the show. And then, like, they get to the part where, like, the elites got Chief beaten down and on the ground. You're, you're, you're bringing our show to a and then the elites just like about talking about the show. And then they just walk away. Gonna... And they show, like, I that random girl that was from the first season that, like, is with the Covenant. Yeah, nobody liked her. And it's like, why are we still doing this? Did you not read the, the newspaper articles and the news the articles Quan. that were written about the show? Quan. No, not that one. The other girl, the blonde girl that was with the the Covenant. Oh. I, I, that Mark, was like raised by the Covenant? I pushed all my information on the Halo TV show out of my mind so I can have all the good stuff in my mind. Mm. So I got rid of it. I deleted it all. I don't yeah. remember a damn thing. It's gone. Another thing that irks me. I'm going to throw this out here. This is, this is a general thing. Not just for that show, but just in general for streaming shows. If you're going to start putting commercials into these shows, I had this during watching Gen V, which I think turned off Gen V for me as not being as good as I thought it was. Why? Because I, I would like The commercials were only in the beginning. No, not for everybody. For me, they popped up randomly during the episodes. See, for us, it was only in the beginning. See, and then but we for never me, saw, it was never, randomly during the episodes. We never and they don't make the show... Well, for to have ads in it, no. So it just randomly stops in the middle of a scene. Yeah, goes to an ad, then it comes back, and it misses a couple seconds of the show. So you miss like a couple seconds, and it throws off the story. We watched the Kevin James stand-up special. We got ads in the middle of the stand-up special. Yeah, but when we watched Gen V, we only got the ads in the very beginning. 
Yeah. That was it. We never saw it. See, now it. they're putting him in the middle. I don't know. This, is why, this is why we're not going to renew it doesn't Amazon work. Prime. I mean, if you're going like, to put ads in, that's fine. Well, But make the shows or format the shows in a way where you can have ads in them. Don't just make them, like, don't film them to not have ads and then force ads into it. Do like you were saying. Put the ads at the front. Yes. Put ads at the back. Do it like that way. Or make me sit through three minutes of ads at the very beginning so I don't have to sit through ads during the middle of the show. There is a class, there is a class action lawsuit that is going against Amazon charging for ad-free Prime Video is unfair. Um, this happened like six, this happened last week. Uh, Amazon sued over Prime Video ad, class action lawsuit. But if they're like, if so they're they, being sued for it, how can they not, how can these other places do it? The thing is, what Amazon, other places made tier systems and they said, okay, this is what we're doing, mm. okay? And you're going to get a warning. You have to sign on to these new plans. Or add the extra money to your bill or whatever. Amazon, basically, you just got a pop-up that said you got to pay an extra $3 now if you don't want ads. And it, they charge you separately for it. Mm. And um, they're actually, there's a class action lawsuit against Amazon Prime. I don't know if they're going to win or not. Yeah. But basically, they're accusing Amazon of false advertising. Hidden um, fees. So, so... We'll see how this plan, this goes, but... Yeah, that could be a big thing. It could be, and I am not going to give them an extra $3, and I just refuse. I'm, I, I'm just, like, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, it takes away from the watching of the shows. Yeah. Like, it's just my, my thing, like I said, it's like, if you're going to do ads, that's fine. Put them in the beginning. Put them in the beginning, or... I'm fine with that. Structure the shows in a way where it, there's ad breaks built into it. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, if it goes to black, put the ad there. Yeah. Don't put it in the middle of a sentence. Don't put it in the middle of a thing where it, like, is yeah. in the middle of, like, a story happening or a story or pivotal point of the show. You could be like someone's doing a monologue, emotional monologue. Here's a 15-second ad for detergent. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about the big news that dropped. Let's let's go positive. I'm very excited for this. The Fantastic Four. We got a cast announcement by a Valentine's Day card for that Fantastic Four. what we Four. did get. It's going to star Vanessa. Dropped, I was at the Yankee Candle with my wife celebrating her birthday slash Valentine's Day. There you go. All right. Here, let me give you the cast and yes. we'll discuss. We have Vanessa Kirby. We have. She's playing the thing. Yes. yes. She's playing the thing. Yep. Joseph Quinn from Stranger Things. Eddie, baby. Yes. Very excited. He's playing Johnny Storm. Um, Eben Moss Bacharach. Right? Is it that's his name? Yes. Is it really? No, but that's fine. Eben Moss. It's Eben. I don't know. The guy from the bear, the cousin. Yeah, Eben Moss. Cousin from the bear. That's Bacharach. Yeah, he was in uh, Andor. I know him from the bear. Yeah, but he's also in Andor. But he's a fantastic he's actor. He's a great actor. Um He's playing the thing. And uh Pedro Pascal is Mr. Fantastic. Yes. Very exciting news. Yes. Um I love this cast. I loved how in the the Valentine's Day ad they had the um, the, the the robot from the cartoon yes slash comic book yes um, and I love the seventies feel yes I'm hoping it takes place during that time frame I really think it's gonna does that make more sense yes yes because then you can establish them as being a thing and then they right. just kind of just appear again 
I think... And I'm hoping they put them in... Because I feel like this is what they're going to do. This is how they're going to get their get-out-of-jail-free card that they're using. Uh, like the Deadpool movie. It's taking place in a different universe. Multiple. Because yeah, and they're it gonna looks gradually... like Deadpool has to kill a bunch of people and Wolverine yes. being the stickler and all yes. of those. And that they're going to like... They're gradually doing this to bring people over into the big universe. Well, at the end of Miss Marvel, we already saw that they broke through a barrier and they were in a different universe. The Marvels. The Marvels. Yes. And Beast was there. Well, that that was the X-Men universe, yeah. Which Fantastic yeah. Four and is her part of... mom is another... Right, an X-Men. X-Men. But Fantastic Four is kind of part of the Fox universe yes. that came over. Yes, so that's over. what I think that's what they're doing. That's how they're going to bring the Fox universe into the... Marvel Universe. Yeah, no, no, you know, honestly, this casting was perfect. I, I think um, this is very smart on their part. You know, I'm rooting for, you know, MCU to get back to where yeah. it was. Well, now we're just waiting for who the villain's going to be. And we know it's going to be Doctor Doom. I know, but who's going to be Doctor Doom? I don't care. I think as long I, as... I I care. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> like the guy from be, Nip Tuck, not the best choice it could for be Doctor Doom. Anybody, it just has to be good. That's the guy all they I had want. in the other Fantastic Four movie, not the best Doctor Doom. You know what though? They have done very well. Needless to say, about the quality of the movie sometimes, mm. but I will say the casting has always been on point. I can't. I can't really name any time. I can name one time that we all kind of were like, that's a weird, when we got the uh, the singer playing Thanos' brother, that was the only time I ever questioned. Harry Styles? Yeah, that was the only time I ever questioned. And we, yeah. we'll never see him again. Well, who it was, knows? It was one of those endings that happened. Yeah. It was a fart in the wind. But yeah. beyond that, they've been really good. I, so yeah. I feel like whoever they get Doom, Dr. Doom, I'll be fine with. I don't yeah. really, I don't think they're going to mess There's it up. There's a very interesting interview with um, Canal, who was in Eternals. He played one of the Eternals. Kamel. Nanajani? Nanajani, yeah. On um, one of these, one of those podcasts. The guy that from Smallville. Yeah. That has his podcast. Yes, I watch it all the time. It's yeah. really good. And he does the interview with him about the Eternals and his thoughts on why <laughs> Eternals didn't work. It's very interesting. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, he goes very. They go very deep into it. Like, why didn't it? Like, it was supposed to be like the next Avengers, and it did nothing. Well, it actually like, did why? well. It did. It critically did not do well. Yes. Yeah. It like, made, why did it not work? It out? made its. Mu- it did. It did do well box office wise, yes. but critically, it is one of the worst. Um, critically. Uh, MCU movie. Yeah. I think that, and unfortunately, the which is depressing too. The Marvel is a, a is lot the lowest. of stuff in it. Like a lot of connective tissue was in that movie for the Marvel bigger Marvel universe, which they never touched upon again. No, I know but that's what I'm saying. Unless comes like out of the wa- the Earth, nobody talks about there. it. Nobody still talks about there. it. Yeah, hanging out of the Earth. Black Knight, Blade, nothing, 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 nothing. Never everything again. Like you're talking about the Harry Styles as Nothing. Thanos' brother and the sidekick. You want to know Oswald something? As the sidekick. If you go back, all that disappears. You watch all the 
after credit stuff stingers that in the phase one, two, and three that led to something. Yes. Four and five, we've had tons of those. They've all led, led nowhere. Nothing. We've never seen these people again. Nothing's happened. Yeah. This is why people are frustrated. Yeah. Because it's not the... Like Shang-Chi had connected to Doctor Strange and didn't Nothing. show up at all in Doctor Strange. No, I know. We all thought that would have been... Uh, Wong went somewhere, but th no... That hasn't paid off. Like, the Wong what? stuff has not paid off. What? The We know we're going to be getting the 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 movie with uh, the... Um, whatchamacallit? The other group. Uh, Lou Dreyfus. Um, oh, Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. So that's going to finally have a payoff, but that thing's been going for years. Yeah. And I think almost people lost interest. Like, what's going on yeah. with that? So Thunderbolts is actually going to have a payoff. Yeah. But a lot of this stuff has not. Yeah. Unfortunately. I I want to look at Deadpool 3, Deadpool and Wolverine, yes. starting a new chapter for the MCU. I feel like this would be the hard reboot. Yes. Like, not even like, 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 not in like hard reboot as in like totally starting everything from scratch kind of thing, but like a good way to like, all right, we had a speed. We had some issues. Whatever the issues were, whatever people think the issues might yeah, have been, of course, correct. That's this all. is the way to bring everything back in line. Yes, yes. A good way to introduce a new main villain, possibly, so they can get us away from he who shall not be named. Right. And move on. Um, also, I think people don't realize, and we we've seen this time and time again with. Marvel and Star Wars, especially these two franchises. In anything, you're always one good or bad movie away from public opinion. Yes. So if you're you put one bad movie, it's dead, it's over. But then you put out one good movie and everybody's happy. So if they can just they need Or your Sony a, just put up bad movie after bad movie after bad movie. We'll after get bad into that. Movie. We'll get into that. The MCU just <laughs> needs to have a good Bring back that good track record. So Deadpool three has got it. We I mean, know it's going to nail it. But the one, the next one in twenty twenty five, it's got to be good. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's got to be Thunderbolts. Hit after has got to. Like, you got to get the. You got to yes. get back in the contact. You got to start making contact again. You can't. The thing is, they've been in a slump this past this year. This happens in baseball all the time. Yes. You get a batter. He's really good. The rebuilding year. He starts getting a little into his own. You know. The rebuilding year. Headlines. Gets into a bit of a slump. All you need to do is take a step back. You know, refine your center, refine your swing again. Yes. You start making contacts, starting home runs again. Everyone forgets about yes. all the bad times. Yes. I, it it just got to be In consistent. 10, 15 years, this will just be like, oh, there's a couple movies that didn't work out. Right. Totally. I agree. Um, but we live in the now where people are like, what the hell's going on? We live in Sony. the world of... Well, hold on. We'll talk about Sony in a minute. <laughs> anyway, I love the casting. Yes. I loved how they did it. Yeah. I think this it is... It was a very inventive... It was a very old Marvel kind of way of doing things. Yes. Which is cool. I loved how it wasn't a blog post, a just social media, a one photo with them drawn as a you don't have to do. Core. You don't have to get all... Perfect. You don't have to make it a big deal. Yes. It's kind of just a little... It was subtle. A little Francia drop, news drop, and then you move on. You just do the Francia drop. You just do the Francia drop. No context, drop. you just, just drop No it. context, just drop a random Valentine. Yeah. With photos of people on it, and then just move on with your yes, life. Yes, yes. It was perfect. You know, and then don't say anything about it afterwards. Don't give no context or right. information. Totally. Make the rest of everyone else try to figure out what the heck this means and why are you talking about this, and you just move on. So I will say, in, in 2024, the year of our Lord, <laughs> that I will give the MCU, this is a win, 
of how I, I liked how they did this. Yes. And I'm even more excited for Deadpool 3. I am hyped. Deadpool and Wolverine. Deadpool, but I am hyped for this movie. And this announcement just got me even more excited. I've got so. to a point with Deadpool and Wolverine. That you Where made I've, all your Facebook stuff. Yeah, well, <laughs> I didn't have a Facebook picture, and I wanted to change my Facebook picture. I don't have any new pictures of myself. So you turned it into Deadpool. So Wolverine. there was that really cool photo. I know that's great of Wolverine's claws in the shadow of of Deadpool. And I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. Then I'm like, well, if I'm changing my Facebook, you went all picture, in. You went all in. I want to change my profile, my cover pictures. You, you did, and I just figured, well, I couldn't find anything else. So I was like, oh, this looks cool. There. Now I'm good till July. I don't have to worry about my Facebook and stuff. And I, I will correct July. myself. I will give the MCU has two wins under its belt this year. The Deadpool teaser and this. Yes. In my opinion, yeah. these are two big wins for them. Yeah. I think this is good. This yeah. is a good start. It's a new beginning, I yeah. think. I, I'm very excited. Yeah. Now, if only they could rope in Sony and get them to figure out what the heck Let's they're doing. Let's move on to Madam Web, shall we? <laughs> what went wrong? Or, hold on. Hold on. I, I, is the first question. Let, let, let me just, let me read you some stuff and we'll discuss. How do you put out a movie? Hold on, hold on. And your only competition is a Bob Marley biopic. Hold on, hold and on. And you lose to the Bob Marley biopic because Bob Marley is way better than Matt. Well, Marley. it's a very but it's a very good movie. I'm, a huge I'm not saying Bob, it's not I like, like Bob I'm, Marley. I'm not saying I don't want to see it, but it's kind of like you 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 should easily have beaten that movie. Well, and you only made eighteen million dollars. Hold on. I got information for you. Patrick Mahomes makes more playing one season of football than Madam Webb made in its debut weekend. IGN put an article out, and this is very interesting. Madam Webb hits record low for Sony Spider-Man movies at the box office. It's the first Marvel-based movie to not open at number one in nearly a decade. Yeah. This is a new low. Yeah. And this is Sony... Spider-Verse stuff that this movie is not connected to anything. No. Uh, I've watched They mentioned the Spider-Man once in the whole movie. No. I don't know if they do or not. And it's not even verbally. I think there's like a picture on a newspaper. No. Spider-Man's not existent. You know why? Because Ben, Uncle Ben, is Adam Scott plays Uncle Ben. And he, they they mention they're, they're, they have a, a baby or they're, um, they're, well, their niece or somebody's having the baby, which would be Peter Parker. It takes place in the 90s or the 2000s or something, early 2000s or 90s or something. And Ben Parker, they... they Who thought this was a good idea? They mentioned the baby, and there's a baby shower scene. That would have been Peter Parker's baby shower. This movie is a prequel. How'd this movie get made? Nobody knows. <laughs> There needs to be like AI wrote it. I not, don't know. not 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 like being serious. How does this movie get to the point where everyone's like, you know what we should do? I know. We should make a movie in the Spider-Man universe where we don't ever mention Spider-Man. And we'll make this movie 20 years before Spider-Man's Spider-Man. Yeah. There no was, one, and all never, and all the characters who are in this movie are going to play these other spider characters. And guess what? And we're never, they're never going to actually be the spider characters. It's going to be one dream sequence yeah, for a, five seconds. It's a um, flash forward kind of sequence, and you only see them wear the costume once. They in kill an hour and a half movie. They kill the villain 
that he's going in the past to kill them because they're going to kill him in the future. It's a Terminator 2 thing. Yes. So they show the scene where they beat him up and they kill him, and that's it for them to be in costumes. Nobody... Ends up becoming a, who they're supposed to be. Yes, they're teenage girls. And they're all released to the wild. Madam Webb is trying be. to save them throughout the whole film. Yes. And and she never dons the Madam Webb costume, I don't think, either. For my knowledge, I heard the only, there's like maybe one little ac- ac- action sequence at the end, and that's about it. Yeah. The whole movie is them trying to escape. Yeah. And it's bad. How'd this movie get made? Well, I asked that question, too. Because the same people who wrote Moebius, 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 it's Bobian time. It's Moby time. It's Mobbing time. They're the same guys who wrote it, and that movie got panned. If so Mobius why are did, they like? Why you need to write why Madame did you Web? Get, why did you just let them just do this movie? I don't know. It's, it makes no sense. And why does Sony think these are good ideas? I like, don't know. are they just making movies to make movies? I kind of like feel... we have to make. A certain amount of Spider-Man movies. I think what it boils down to, and I'm not sure if this is true or not. I could just be making this up, so don't really like hold any grain of salt to it or anything. But are they just making these movies because they have to make a certain amount of Spider-Man movies, or they lose the license? No, because they they because Spider-Man they're still doing Spider-Man four with with Kevin Feige, um, and but I thought that was part of like I thought that was in there. No contract. No, this like is, they have. They want to make, build their own little universe. Like if they don't make a certain amount of Spider-Man themed movies within a certain time frame, they lose the rights to the okay. character. That was back when they did Tobey Maguire, and th- that ser- that those movies ended. Then they're like, okay, now we have to make another Spider-Man movie. They did the Andrew Garfield stuff. Yeah. Then that ended, and they're like, that didn't do very well. And then they finally partnered with 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 um, Disney, uh, Marvel. Yeah. At the time, I think there is there is a truth in what you're saying. Is I think back then it was like, well, there's a certain amount of time they have to con- they have to make this, or they could lose the license. They have yeah. to do something with it. Yeah. They are doing stuff with Spider Man because the animated stuff is amazing. They they're putting out the animated movies, and yeah. those are the best stuff. These. I think they were trying to build something that is just. Well, not I know at working. one point they were doing the Sinister Six scenario. That's what they were going to do. That got scrapped, and they got that got poo pooed after because Michael Keaton was the Vulture. At, he showed up at the end of Morbius. They were gonna, yeah, like which, they were. He was trying to recruit him to join his squad or whatever. Which yet again, nothing happened. Well, because I think that that didn't because Mobius was so bad. They're right. Like, well, we can't do and that I, now. I think after this, we only have Craven at the end of the year. If Craven's bad, does it just like scrap this completely? I, if like, pr- there's any movies that were in production or in the process of being produced? I think so. Like, just been told, I like, think you know re- what? We're not, like, I think that was Marvel. Re- you got to, like, pull the plug on this. I think like, they rethink it. Hey. And just stick. The thing is, what they need to do is stop think, stop making movies that were made back in the 90s. These movies, a lot of people have said these movies feel like they're very um, of that time period. They need to move on. They need to make something current. They need some talent well, before, behind like, these movies. Is there also the thing of, like, in these movies and all these Sony movies are in association with Marvel in the fact that they own the rights to these characters. That's the extent of Marvel's association with these movies. Yes, they own Spider-Man and a bunch of Spider-Man yeah, but I'm characters. Saying, but that's, like, the extent of Marvel, like, being involved in producing these movies. 
Well, yeah, if I they, was Marvel, they bought Marvel can't do anything. They bought. No, them. I know, but if I was Marvel, sooner or later, this is going to start affecting like the bigger Spider-Man stuff. I don't like, think people so. are at that one. If you keep putting these bad movies out, it's going to affect something. Spider-Man and Batman, especially are two of the biggest anything, IPs, it's going to affect in the world. People are going to see at the front of these movies the Marvel logo. It's going to dent your your stuff a little yeah, bit. I don't know. Right I, to the point, like you figure, like someone's got to step in from somewhere and be like, "Hey guys, we need to like, like figure this out because this is this is bad." I agree with you. I think if this is bombed and it's good, it bombed because people have to vote with their wallets, and then I think they have to rethink everything. Craven comes out, and if that's bad, I think they have to say, "Listen, maybe we stop with this live action nonsense and just stick with the animation, which they're knocking out of the park." Or, you know what? Maybe we should just work with Disney more on this and not worry about this building. Or if you're Disney, do you just be like, we're, we're buying Spider-Man back from you? They can't. They can't forcefully buy anything back from them. They own it. You know what I'm saying? I can't, like... You can buy the rights back. No, they can't. They have to sell the rights back. You can't yeah, just buy... Can... I can't just walk to your house and buy your car from you and drive away, right? That's I mean, how it works. Who knows? <laughs> Have you been in this country in the world nowadays? You, you know what I'm saying. Countries are walking into other countries and being like, I'm taking you over. Sony. Okay. Obviously. I guess that's how things are nowadays. Sp- Spider-Man is very beloved character in pop culture. Those movies do very well. They are doing really well at the animation. Okay? We can't deny that. They are well produced, well done. There's talent. The problem with these movies, they're not getting the talent. They're just pooping them out at this point. They're just pooping them Where's out. There's talent in these movies. Like, there's actresses that are very But popular. they don't write them. What I'm no, saying, saying is the writers like, and the directors are not talented but people. It's just like... <laughs> no offense. They're yeah. not. They wrote more But you figure, like, it's got to filter upwards, I'm saying. It's like someone know. higher up in Sony has got to finally, like, take the bullet for this. Yes, I agree. I agree. It's I like, agree. it's not like it's just like these movies are being greenlit by somebody. They knew. They knew this movie was bad. Because they didn't put the they, they didn't allow reviews to go out till the day before, and oh, a million like a hundred. I mean, they're not the only ones that knew this movie was bad. Everyone knew this movie oh, was bad. This is why I, I'm from not the first so, time we saw the trailer. We knew, it was we knew bad. this movie was bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. We knew it was bad. Dakota Johnson has no emotional inflection whatsoever in anything in this movie. Yeah, and even worse, she has no. Like inflection of emotion and any of the interviews she's been in about this movie. Oh no, I disagree. The the interview she did was very she's funny. She's like, I have no idea what's going on. No, I don't know who these she, people are. She was really funny when they were saying, "Can you name all the Tom Holland movies?" And she was just laughing and like, I I think she's great. I, it just sucks that this movie. Then where's I mean, that it's a paycheck. It's a paycheck, I guess. These I people, guess these people just got a paycheck. I don't know. I I my opinion is at this point. I don't even pay attention to these movies anymore when it comes to non-MCU movies. It's a sad state of affairs, though. It's like you <laughs> figure you'd, like, some sooner or later. I know. It's got something going to happen here. I think this is going to be it for them. They're going to rethink Craven. Because these make the DCU look good. They could. <laughs> I mean, I like some of the DC. EU, the DCEU movies more than I like the Sony movies. The only non-Spider-Man Sony movie I've seen and I enjoyed was the first Venom. So uh, our producer just sent me an article from IMDb uh, entitled, Who's Gonna Tell Her? 
Fans feel sorry for Sydney Sweeney, who believes she is already in the MCU with Madame Web. So she thinks, and she's, I guess, correct me if I'm wrong, producer, uh, that she thinks because she was in Madame Web that her character is now in the MCU. Uh, I yes, don't know. that's what I'm being told. That's what we, we, we think. We, we're assuming. Well, that's what the article is saying. That in right. an interview, she yeah. acts like you know, she's saying that she thinks, and she's posted that she's now going to be in MCU movies because well, she's well. winning this Madam Web movie. You know what? Not my business. <laughs> if that's true, it's very funny. Um, I did watch Dakota Johnson on SNL, and I thought she was great. Um, it was an okay episode, but overall, I thought she was really funny. Um, and I like how she doesn't really take in the couple little scenes I've seriously. seen from this movie. I've seen wood that has more personality in it than this movie does. Well, yeah, yeah, I agree. Painful. Did I tell you that Adam Scott plays uh, Ben? Yes, Uncle Ben. You did. I feel bad that Adam Scott was in this movie because I like Adam Scott. Me too. I feel bad for him that he actually is now associated with this movie. Luckily, I'm- he was only in it for a little bit at the beginning. Unfortunately, um, I really think this movie was a paycheck for a lot of them. I think they've had to know it was bad, or a lot of rewrites happened. There or was, just, or there's the other half of it. Where let's be honest, they could also just think that they're in a good movie and they're really wrong about it. Maybe there was rumors because they just might not be smart people. Hold on, there was rumors and sp- rumors which. I don't know how much is this is true. If you tell me that the director's cut is better, I'm going to punch you in the face. No, there was rumors <laughs> that it was supposed to tie into the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. And that was scrapped. That's a rumor. Don't know how, how much truth that is. Don't know. Because what, he would have been like 12 in, during this movie? They He'd have been baby Spider-Man? That's what I'm telling you. He was born in this movie. They have a baby shower for So Peter they're saying Parker. that... Adam Scott is Andrew uh, Garfield's uncle. Ben. Uncle Ben. That's what I'm telling you. He's playing Uncle Ben. I know, but you didn't say which character. How many Spider-Man's. Uncle Bens do you know? But there's <laughs> three Uncle Bens. There's no three Uncle Bens. Well, from the story from the universes, there's three Uncle Bens. There's Tom Holland's Uncle Ben. There's Tobey Maguire's right. Uncle Ben. You know. There's Andrew Garfield's oh Uncle God, Ben. Oh my God, stop. You know exactly what I'm saying. No, I'm saying, but He's in the story, I'm saying which Uncle Ben is it? That's what I'm saying. The Andrew Garfield. If you're Garfield. saying it was attached to the Andrew Garfield one, then it would have been his Uncle Ben. Yes. That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm telling you. It's not the old guy from the W. McGuire one. No. And it's not Peter Holland's Uncle Ben. That's the rumor. It's a rumor. So that's all I'm saying. So there's technically three Uncle Bens. All right. There. All right. I got what you're saying. I'm looking it up. Multifold universes. I'm telling you. Um, Adam Scott plays Ben Parker. I'm not, argue, I'm not arguing that part of it. Emma just... Roberts played Mary Parker. Okay. So there you go. They would have been in the movie. Um, so he, so she plays Aunt May. Yep, she plays Aunt May. Is that what May short for? Mary. Mary, yeah. Aunt huh. May. Why don't you just call her Aunt Mary? Aunt May comes off the rolls off the tongue easier. It's not the same. Josh is saying. What are you talking about? He's saying something. He's Aunt May. Verbalizing. Yes. He said. <laughs> oh, I I can't hear what he's saying. He said Ben Parker and Mary Parker are married, and Aunt May is their daughter. Ben Parker. Ben and, Parker. 
Uh, and Mary just, Parker are married. This is why we get you a They've always been married. Get you a They've been married so in all the iterations. So you could chime in. Aunt May loses her. Use the voice of God. The voice of God works in there, doesn't it? I don't. We we'll, we'll figure this out some other time. I, I, he's just doing hand gestures, and I can't understand what he's saying. He doesn't realize he's behind a soundproof window, and he's just—it's just hand gestures and Mary Parker and Ben him. Parker are married. Yes, Ben dies. Aunt yes. May survives. Okay, yes. and all the iterations of Spider-Man—that's usually what happens. That's not Aunt May. Josh is saying it's a different aunt in the stories. I'm gonna look this. You up. guys can talk about this later. No, no, we gotta really we gotta matter. figure this out. This is really this is really not. Mary. Why don't you just call me, Josh? I can put you on speakerphone. Parker and Ben Parker. It's so much easier. Here. Here, we'll just do this. I'm just going to call him. It's easier. So you can explain. Oh, here we go. Hold on. May is not Mary. All right. Okay. Ben is the husband of May Parker. Yes. As well as the brother-in-law of Mary Parker. Ah. Ben and May Parker... So Later May and Mary are sisters. Guardianship of Mary's son Peter. So Emma is not May. Emma is his mom. Peter's mom. Okay, gotcha. that makes sense. All right, I thought. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Totally, okay. I I am wrong. I misconstrued. Okay. All right. Glad we got that figured out. All right. For so a movie that no one's gonna watch. Emma Roberts plays <laughs> Peter Parker's mom. This is probably the most anyone's talked about Madam Web. Plot lines and story. Yeah, why are we doing this? Even the people who wrote and directed. Yeah, they didn't care. Why, do we, why do we care so much, Mark? <laughs> I was wrong. I, 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 <laughs> sorry. I thought Aunt May was short for Mary. So that's what I was saying. It seems like that'd be a, a waste right. of one letter. It's like you could just say one more letter. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I was totally wrong. I, I, so it's just May and May. But, May and Mary are the sisters' names. Okay, so in this movie, I know from watching review. Mary is pregnant with Peter, and there's mm. a baby shower scene that gotcha. would be Peter Parker's Got baby it. shower. Cool. Um, with a Spider-Man themed? No, <laughs> I think it was Pepsi themed because I heard Pepsi was a big big Pepsi sponsor. <laughs> it was blue, blue and Crystal white. Crystal Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi. It's Crystal Pepsi themed. Madam Web sponsored by Pepsi. Google that. I'm telling you, everybody. Madam Web Pepsi. <laughs> the final Is scene. That the Kodak from a. Man of Steel. Yeah, the final scene takes place under, under a Pepsi sign. IHOP. Spider uh, Superman with Marlboro, the Marlboro IHOP. Remember truck. There was the Man of Steel. Oh, Man of Steel had a lot of IHOP. Uh, Sears. Sears. Kodak was right. The camera was pointing right there. Where the logo was. Yeah, right they had there. a lot of it. Kmart. Remember that Kmart? Mm-hmm. A lot of. Yeah, a lot of it. It was bad. Um, it was almost Wayne's World bad. Madam, well, that was on purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm saying it was like almost that yeah. obvious. Comical. Um, yes. Madam Web on IMDb, it's a 3.8 out of a 10. I mean, that's high. That's <laughs> for that movie. <laughs> Talking about that's high. It's I low. would thought maybe like a two. I'm surprised it's at a 3.8. That's almost a four. Wow. Ones are 37%. Tens are 7%. Who are giving the 10? It must be people or bots. That Sony paid for or something. I don't know, but one Sony employees—the guy who wrote it and the director are the tents. Yes, I'm a you know and Dakota Johnson. Dakota the Johnson, because she thinks that she's in that movie. Well, she is in the movie, but she didn't realize it just now. <laughs> it's an AI. <sighs> anyway, we've discussed Madam Web for too long. Uh, anyway, anyway, 
I agree, Mark. Let's hope that either something happens, and I'm glad it didn't do well because I think it needs to be... Sony needs to realize these movies aren't working. Yeah. Now, I know Venom 3 is in production. Yes. And we know Craven's coming out at the end of the year. Yes, with we, Aaron Johnston. And Craven is rated R. <clears throat> so, that means it's going to be gory and bad. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. yeah you know, you're right. They'll just have dirty words and murder and bad acting. Yeah, we'll see where this goes. But, I mean, not for nothing. Aaron Johnson. He's a good actor. I mean, is he, though? I think so. I think he's fantastic and kick-ass. Well, yeah, but that was like, the last thing he was good in. And that was a long time he ago. He was... He was okay as Quicksilver. He was Quicksilver. He was good. He was all right in Godzilla. He, he was okay in Godzilla. I mean, there's never been anything like... He was in Bullet Train. He was really good in Bullet Train. Yeah. I liked yeah. him in Bullet Train. He's a good actor. It wasn't his movie, though. No, but his character was yeah. good. The henchman yeah. there was good. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see. Not um, holding on hope or anything. Not no. like I'm going to see it or anything, so who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did we waste so much? Anyway. You wanted to waste all this time on it. I, you were very amped Stop! About it. You no, to, I did like, I want to talk about Madam Web. No, we were talking about the state of I'm Sony and these about movies. Madam That's all. I can't wait to see it. Don't be blamed. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Surprised you haven't seen it twice already. I'm not, I'm not going to see it at all. Unlike some of our friends who are like, I got to see it for Sydney Sweetie. And I'm like, why? She doesn't show her boobs in it. Who cares? Wow. Mark. Supposedly, that's what everyone Jeez. cares about. That's what that person cares about. Wow. I don't even know who she is. Marker. No, I just don't know who she is. I don't know who she is. <laughs> who is she in the movie? She's an actress. Well, I know she's the actress. She's a high school kid. But which person is she in the movie? I, I don't know. I don't know. Who is she, though, in general? I don't. I honestly couldn't. If you held the gun to my head right now and asked me to point out Sydney Sweeney in the lineup, I wouldn't know who that was. Uh, she's an actress that's in this movie. She's in Euphoria. From what I know, the reason I know she is like, because visualized is because he posted a photo of yes, her in the chat. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's about it. That's I don't. About it. I wouldn't. Yeah. I've, before that, I had no idea who she was. Right. She is kind of the it girl right now. Um, but people talk. Like I hear her talked about all the time. And I'm like, I couldn't tell you one movie she's been in or anything that she's done. Euphoria, this movie. It just made me feel like a molt, and I don't know who people are. There's a rom-com out with her in it right now, too. Okay. There you go. Sure. There you go. Good for her. There you go. I'm happy for her success. I can tell. Let's move on. You just want to keep... You and Sydney Sweeney, that's all you want to talk about. I don't. I don't know who she is. <laughs> We're dedicated. I don't know why he's so excited about it. We, we are dedicating this episode. I don't know why he's so amped about it. A- episode to you, Sydney Sweet. I don't know why he was so amped about it on the chat. I was like, <laughs> why are you so enthralled in this? I don't know. Anyway. I don't base my liking of things around stuff like that. Next That's week, why. we'll be back. On, we'll do it on Tuesday again. All right. Um, I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about. That's how we, that's, that's our catchphrase of our show. It's going to say Geekonomics, the Rebel Podcast. We do it on Tuesdays. <laughs> Do it on Tuesday. Do it on Tuesday. We're gonna go live. We're gonna do it on Tuesday. Oh, Save God. it for Tuesday. Man, imagine if we did the show live on YouTube. No one would watch it, just like they don't watch it now. They do watch it. We could do we could We could. We, we could, could go live. I have a way of to make it happen. Ooh, we could do live on YouTube. We can do live to Facebook. No, YouTube. Well, I have ways to do it Facebook, too. Just oh, so I'd rather use, because we have our YouTube page. Yeah, speaking of our YouTube page, please subscribe and like our Yeah, YouTube like and subscribe. Page. I put things on the show and everything. I, I say that. It's very nice. It's just, Thank you. No one ever does it. Well, you, you don't know. 
The numbers we, aren't going up, so I know no one's doing it. Well, our audio, we get more audio listeners yes. than video listeners. And we appreciate that. And we appreciate you spending time with us while we discuss randomness. Yes. Like who Sydney Sweeney is. And Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. For Thanks, listening. Bobby. Through rain, no sleet, no freezing rain, Bobby listens to our podcast. While delivering the mail. Why was I going to throw that in there? I was just going to, I wasn't going to put him on the spot there, you know? Put him on the spot. Blow up his spot, as the kids would say. Well, we just wished him happy Postal Day a couple of weeks ago. Postal, post person appreciation day. Postal Awareness Day. day. Post person appreciation day (laughs) on a Sunday. Don't don't run over your post office guy. All right, we should wrap (laughs) it up. Why did you run over a postal guy? I don't know. Why are you putting that out there? Post Office Awareness Day. What is going on? This show's going off the rails. This show's a bullet train. You know what? This show is a Madam Web. This is the Madam (laughs) Web episode. Madam Web. Of podcasts. Madam Web. This is what happens when there's nothing going on. We're just like making up things to talk about. Can they do... I'm sure there's stuff going on that we, we just don't pay attention to. Can we to. get a Madam Web edition of this movie called Madame Web? So it's anytime a French they version? say Madam Web, they got to go, Madame Web. It's a French, French version? Do they even call her Madam Web in the, sh- in the movie? Probably not. I think at the end... We're she, talking about this movie like we actually have anything listen, to Listen, this is about. how I know the movie ends. We're putting more time into talking about this movie than we've talked about probably any other movie this year. Hold on, hold on. That Dakota Johnson seen. looks directly to the camera, and she goes, I am now Madam Webb. No. She looks and then the, it just goes, No. She looks into the screen and goes, Who's Madam Webb? <laughs> and then it just goes black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's how her acting is. It's very... Hey... That's the extent of her emotional range. <laughs> All right. Let's let's wrap this up. Madam Webb. The Kristen Stewart of our generation, Dakota Johnson. Kristen Stewart's really good. Eh. Is I she, disagree though? with you on that one. She's a really good actress. Name a good movie she's been in. Besides Twilight, which you love so much. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with this show? We have to come up with ideas. We've got to come up with more better I'm topics. I'm wearing my Twilight We've got to come up with topics next week. Today. Next week we'll have topics. We swear we're going to come up with something. We had topics today. Hopefully something happens that we can talk about because, God, we, we need information. We, we need something we had, better this than... This is a good show. We did Better a than lot of, the Fantastic Four random announcement of cast people and the Madam Web movie. <laughs> Madame. Webb. Hopefully, something better happens next week All right. that we can talk about. Because we'll be back next week. Let's wrap it up. Whew, this was a tough one. All right. As All always, right. be safe. Be sorry. Be well. <laughs> be kind. Do something nice for somebody. Invite them to Madame Web. It's we'll Madame see you Web next time. Week. It's webbing time. Webbing time. As and we'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Madame Web time. Good night, Tokyo. Good night, Madame Web. Nice meeting you, Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>